Okay, please welcome with us now, Pastor Aya Gunloye, joining us by telephone all the way from Podako this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Happy Tuesday to you. Good morning, dear listener. The Lord bless us as we feast together this morning. Amen, 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 and amen. Please lead us in prayers as we begin. All right, sir. Father, we thank you for a beautiful morning again. We are grateful to you for what you are doing with us and for us and in us. We are grateful. We are not taking them for granted. We we have not experienced the farming of your word. You come fresh to us every day. Accept our hearts of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, as we share your word together again this morning, we ask that your presence will do the work for us. Amen. You will bring your word to us, O Lord, and let it be manna fresh from above in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray that you you will speak to us and your word will find entrance into our hearts and it will, it will mix with faith in us and do us good Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Once again, dear brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you to the Refresh Reflections Tuesday on Gospel Bears Radio. And we have been dealing this year with uh, a new and living way from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20. And we have been studying Hebrews chapter 10 right from verse 1. We started this year by challenging ourselves with making to make this year a new year indeed. Not just to shout Happy New Year, but letting the year be new indeed. So I hope that you are actually evaluating your year so far. This is October, going to ending, going to November. How new is this year for you? I hope it has not been a recycled year, which we have always done. And I pray that as you assess it and seek the Lord genuinely, like Isaiah, we see the Lord and the Lord will make this year a really new year for you in the name of Jesus. So we have come a very long way since from that verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 10 and we are in verse 24 right now as the Lord has helped us. But right now we are dealing with a series, Let Us Series. Now this series is what follows the great sacrifice of Jesus after he has given us, consecrated for us, a new and living way. I would like that we read, for those of us, wherever you are, that have access to read the Bible, you can open to Hebrews chapter 10, and let us read from the verse 19. We can, we'll read through to verse 24, so that we can see a background for what we are going to be discussing today. From verse 19, Hebrews chapter 10, from verse 19, it says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest of the, to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23, the, fe- the series of let us start there. Let us 
hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he has, no, sorry, verse 22, the Let Us series started in verse 22. The first let us is, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled with an evil conscience, sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Second of the letters is in verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Then the thought of the letters is, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. You see this let us, let us, let us that follows each other. Now, these three let us are actually based on the fact of the finished work of Christ on the cross, having consecrated for us a new and living way unto the Father, having broken the veil, turned the veil, and made the veil. Now, the mystery there is the veil that that uh, prevented even the high priest, the, the that prevented the veil that prevented even the high priest from entering into the holiest of holies more than once a year. It is only the high priest that can enter into the holiest of holies through the veil, and that is only once a year, and with fear and trembling, when you go, to, when he approaches his father, the father of all flesh, our God in heaven, they, they tie something to his, ne- his leg in case he's struck dead before his father, that his father will destroy him there. So it is with fear and great trembling that even the high priest enters into the holiest of holies once in a year. And you see, you see that, uh, that situation, but the veil was broken and we now have access. Jesus became our high priest and he's now sitting there permanently, giving us permanent access. Now, the veil is not a door for us to enter and come in. It is actually a way, a way that we take, we enter, we take through. So I wish that we are going to understand this. The veil that was torn for us so that we will be able to enter and have access into the holiest of holies before the Lord, and have a loan with God, our time alone with God, is actually not just a door, a, an entrance, not just a, a path, a, 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 an, an entrance, a door that you open and then you have entered. It is actually a way. That's why verse 20 says that he consecrated, having consecrated for us, through the veil that is his flesh, a new and living way. That, I mean, the verse 20 says, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us, through the veil that is his flesh. So, the way that Jesus consecrated for us is the way, his way of life while in his body, his flesh, that is his body on earth, what Jesus came to do on earth was not just to die for us to save us. That's the basic, that's the first, that's the primary reason he came. But much more than that, he also showed us a way. He consecrated himself, he sanctified himself, as we read in 
John chapter 17, I think verse 19, that for our sake he sanctified himself so that we also can be sanctified. He consecrated a new and living way of accessing the Father on a daily basis for us by his own way of life, by his own lifestyle, by his own by by his own flesh, his own body. So the body that he took from the womb of Mary, the Virgin Mary, and the way he lived from the time he was born and as he was growing up to the time he began to, he was taken to uh, the temple and he began to learn and he began to learn, not, not claiming to be God and he did not need to learn anything. He learned and he understood and he was asking questions. They were answering him and they were asking him questions. He was answering as if they were teaching him. And then after teaching him, they, they gave him exam and he was passing. And the Bible says they marveled at his understanding quickly. That is to say Jesus went to school, but not formally registered as a student. But people thought that he did not go to school and he did not learn. And they were wondering, how did he know letters? How did he know the law? How did he know the scriptures, having not gone to school. He did not go to a formal school, but he learned. But through all that, through all that, he showed us how to live the way of life, the way of life to enter, to have access into the Father, into the presence of the Father, without fear of being slain by the Father because of his blood that he eventually shed on the cross. And that way, is a way of life. It's a, it's a new and living way that is different from the way that any prophet or sage or any, anyone of old who has ever experienced God has ever taken. His way is the way he consecrated for us is the way that we show us how to go into the presence of God. Now, for those of us who now take this way, who have access into this new and living way, there is a let us, there are three let us instructions that we need to take. These let us instructions are very, very important if we must make it to the end. Because this new and living way is not even a way that anyone could presume to walk alone. The Lord did not create us to take this way alone by ourselves just like that he wanted he, he created us to actually walk together holding ourselves hand to hand and helping each other holding up the feeble hand and 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 strengthening the feeble needs to help each person that all of us are going together going up growing up together so that we help ourselves with my own right hand i'm able to help hold up your own left hand. We are going together facing the same direction to Zion, to God, heavenly, to, to our heavenly Jerusalem, to eternity. And as we are going with my own right hand of strength, I'm holding your own left hand of weakness. Instead of allowing it to hang down, I'm holding it up. And then I'm not pocketing or hiding my own weaknesses too with my left hand, in my left hand. I'm stretching forth my left hand so that you can also with your own right hand, hold up my own left hand. There are nobody with two right hands on earth or two left hands. As long as we are in this race, 
as long as we are in this new and living way. So now that we are in this new and living way, walking this new and living way into our Father, one of the, into the presence of our Father, one of the most important things we need to take note is the series that is the sequence of this. Uh, let us see, uh, let us instructions. So let us observe the sequence now. Because I've just tried to lay the foundation to ensure, to let us know that we are talking about believers, we are talking about Christians, we are talking about those who are on their journey, on the pilgrim journey to heaven. Those who are who have made up their mind that they are going to make it to, to be with Christ at last. To, to those who have made up their minds that they are going to take this meal and living with that Christ consecrated for us and all that. So if you are with us, if you are a member of the church, if you are a child of God, you are a Christian, you are born again, you are saved, you are saved, you have accepted the great sacrifice of Christ on the, on the cross of Calvary. Yes, thank God for your life. Then you are my brother, you are my sister. We need to we need to observe this let us instructions and we need to take note of the sequence we need to take note of the sequence of this let us so the sequence is what we are going to focus on today maybe next week we might go beyond that but today we are dealing with the sequence and the sequence is the first one is in verse 22 it says let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled with, sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. That's the first step of the sequence. And this, the next step is let us hold fast the confession. The confession that's the profession of our faith. This one says New King James Version says the confession of our hope without wavering. He who promised is faithful. That is the second, let us hold fast. And the third is, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good work, to provoke one another to love and good work. Now, this sequence is not a mistake. It's not just arbitrary. It is deliberate. There is need, first of all, for each of us to, to, to draw near. You will not be able to consider one another you, you to consider others if you have not first of all drawn near to the Lord and then you are holding fast to those things that you are getting from the Lord on a regular basis. You will not be able to consider one another to provoke one another for unto love and good works. So that is the reason that we are dealing with this sequence at this time because if every other relationship you have with any other man, any other human, and even with nature, with other elements in nature, must be based on your relationship with God. Without your relationship with God, you cannot have a correct relationship with the Father. I mean, with any other human being. Without a correct relationship with God, a proper relationship with God, you cannot have a blossoming relationship, a fruitful relationship with men. And that is why the first of the series of letters is saying, let us draw near. 
with a true heart, in full assurance of faith. So the first thing, if you want to have a good relationship with your wife, if you want to have a good relationship with your boss or your subordinate in the office, if you want to have a good relationship with your friends, with your neighbors, with, with your mates in school or colleagues, wherever at work or wherever, if you want to have a good relationship, then the first thing you need to focus on is let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. If you face this first, let us. It draws you close to God. It draws you near to God. It makes you have a personal relationship with God. And your relationship with God is, is fruitful, is watered, is growing. And as it is growing, it is, it, you, are, you are receiving fresh life from God. And you are having nutrients from God regularly, wisdom from God regularly. Your life is being transformed and changed to become like that of Jesus. And before you know it, you, you are growing. So that is the first thing. Sin is being washed away from your life. And selfishness is being washed away. Even evil conscience, multiple motives, is being washed away from your life. So your relationship with men becomes pure, becomes clean. You are not thinking of immorality. You're even in your relationship with your opposite sex. You are not thinking of greed or covetousness. You are not thinking of selfishness. What, what is the need for me in this relationship? You are thinking of God, and that is making you... That's the basis with which you relate. It's, it's, it's going to give the relationship a proper and a better meaning. Now, we are going on this short break now. When we return, we continue to now dig deeper in this sequence that we have started dealing with. Thank you. And yes, thank you once again for joining us this morning for Reflections Tuesday with Pastor Ayo Agunle. You'll be listening to Pastor Agunle, of course. He's the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Port River State. He joins us Tuesday mornings to lead us in reflections on current themes from your Potter's House. And as you must have heard, you must have heard this morning, a very instructive teaching. Very instructive teaching. And one of them emphasizing that without that relationship with the Lord God Almighty through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, no one can possibly have a vibrant and refreshing relationship with others. And that's something we all, we all should reflect on uh, very deeply. If you want to receive daily episodes of your Potter's House directly on your phone, uh, please reach out to Pastor Ayagunle. You can reach out to him directly on 0808-718-0680, 0808-718-0680. You can send him a mail, send it to paul.agunloye at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us, just tap that WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page and ask for Pastor Agunloye's number. You can also ask questions as we go along before the end of this program. If you have a question, send it to us. Uh, tap that WhatsApp widget, write your question or record a voice note and we bring it to Pastor Agunloye's attention before the end of the program. Uh, we are beginning a, a series on Gospel Best Radio on on Saturday. We are continuing, actually, the Reader's Club. If you want to join the Reader's Club on 
Gospel Best Radio. Please do reach out to us on WhatsApp as well. And we just concluded reading Pilgrim's Progress 1. We are now beginning Pilgrim's Progress 2, Christiana's Journey. So if you are led to join us, please do indicate uh, in our WhatsApp as well. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, at 7 a.m., we'll be here for Waiting on God Wednesday. If there's a burden in your heart that the Holy Spirit is leading you to share with others, please reach out to us. Stop that link on our page that says send anonymous prayer request and we are sure that the lord himself will hear us thank you once again we look forward to having your questions and comments uh, in the whatsapp application god bless you really good over to you now pastor thank you thank you sir and welcome back dear listeners so we have uh, we have been able to establish the stress of the series, the first step of the series or of the instruction, the letter's instruction, which is in verse 22 of Hebrews chapter 10, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed from p- with pure water. You discover that this drawing near unto the Lord is the basis, is the important thing. Now, you consider it and, and you see the next one, which is verse 23, is let us hold fast the confession or the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that has promised. Now, this is another, the other aspect where that is talking about holding fast. That is what you are learning as you are coming to the Lord, as you are drawing near to the Lord, what the Lord is doing in your life, the changes that the Lord is making in your life, the, the, the transformation the Lord is achieving in your life, the grace the Lord is releasing into your life, don't lose it, don't drop it, hold fast to them and you be consistent with them. You are not just uh, rising and falling, you are not just you are not just undulating, you are not oscillating, you are not uh, going up and down and you are hot today, cold tomorrow, be consistent, hold fast the, the profession of faith that you have heard, that your relationship with God, let it be consistent, let it be, let it be regular, let it not be um, any time you have chance, let it be a normal, regular thing that you are holding fast on, and you discover that the, the third one will now take place. Let us consider one another. It says the third one is in verse 24, I mean 24, it says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. And King James says, provoking one another unto, provoking ourselves unto love and good works. That is, you are provoking one another not to anger, not to jealousy, not to envy, not to sadness, not to regret, but provoking ourselves unto love provoking ourselves onto good works. That is, considering one another. When he says considering one another, it means you are considering, you are understanding, you are looking at the weaknesses of this person, you are looking at the the errors of this person, you are looking at the excesses of this person, and you are, you are considering him, you are saying, oh, this person has a need, he has an issue, how can I help him? Instead of getting angry with the person, instead of, Instead of um, getting envious of the person, instead of get you know committing sin because of the excesses or because of the the errors 
of that person or because of the uh, uh, the weaknesses of this person, these other people, you are now seeing them as in need. You are now seeing them as people that you need to help, you need to intercede for, you need to pray, you need to help, you need to give unto, you need to teach, you need to counsel, you need to help hold fast. Hold them in your with your own right hand because they you are now you are now observing their weaknesses in them, considering one another, and then you are provoking them in unto love, and they are looking and they are saying, Oh, even with all that I did to this person, this person is still showing me great love. And from there they are picking the meaning of love and they are saying, Me too, I need to show love, and you have provoked them unto love. They say, me too, those who are are not doing living correctly with me, let me also show them love. And they have picked it from you because of the way you did. You you have, instead of reacting, instead of retaliating, instead of, uh, instead of finding a way of, uh, of getting angry at them and then retali- and then doing something bad to them again, which they are expecting because of what they have done to you. You are still seeing something good that you can do for them. When you go out and see something, maybe you see a form and information that can help them maybe for scholarship or for anything, and you say, oh, and the child of this person would need this. So if this might be, this information might be useful for this person or this, uh, this thing that I found here might be useful for this person. And so with that, you decided to pick it up and then you get it for them. Then they are expecting a fight. They are expecting a retaliation. They are expecting something bad because of what they have done and they are standing waiting for it. And here comes a good work that you have done and you are, you are showing them. See, I found this. I I found this information uh, um, somewhere. Son, who 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 has just finished this, this and that will be qualified for this. So I felt I should get it for you. I got it for you. Don't worry about the cost. I paid ten thousand naira, but don't worry about the form. I got it. Let him fill it and let us trust God. How how um, the Lord can favor him or her to get this to get this. Uh, uh, admission or to get this uh, scholarship or to get this uh, help, this uh, uh, job and all that. You know, they are not expecting something good, a good work from you because of the weakness they have shown or because of the error they have committed or because of the things that they have not even asked for forgiveness. They have not seen shown any form of so soberness or that, or that, that they are sober or that they, are, they regret what they have done. They are only expecting you to come and do something wrong back in retaliation to them. But you are now showing them love. That way you are provoking them to love and you are provoking them onto good work. And they themselves are now saying, they are now understanding the meaning of love. For God commended his own love towards us while in that while we were yet sinners. Not why we were good. Not why we did anything good. Why we were yet sinners. Why we were his enemies. Why we were against him. Why we are still disobedient and refusing to obey him. He Christ died for us. This is the way to provoke one another unto good works, unto love. And now, how is this going to be possible? It is only going to be possible as you are drawing near the first let us. This last let us of considering one another and 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 provoking one another onto love and good work is only going to be possible if the first let us is 
operational. The first let us, which is to draw near unto God. Let us use a, an equilateral triangle as an example. Do you know an equilateral triangle? A triangle that has equal sides. Triangle that has equal sides. And one of his sides is sleeping on the ground. Now, one of the sides is sleeping on the ground. That is the base. Now you are on one side of that triangle and then others, others are on one side. All the people you have relationship with, they have, they are on the other side of the, the base of that triangle. And God is on top of that triangle. Now the Bible is saying, let us, both you and them, as you are growing, as you are growing up, as you are, as you are drawing near to God on top, who is on the apex, that is the, the upper part of that triangle, and is, is, is willing for you to draw near unto him. And you are washing yourself with pure water. You are, you, are, you are taking the blood of Jesus, and you are getting up, up, and up, and you are coming up to him. He said, as you are drawing near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, you are going up higher and more in a deeper relationship with him. You are going higher. You are moving higher. You are becoming more like Christ. And, and we are seeing up you and them. You are letting us and you are growing. You are growing. You discover that the, uh, the higher you go in that, in that triangle, towards God, the higher you go in that triangle towards God, the higher, the closer you get, you and those people. The real relationship can be more meaningful and fruitful through, as you grow higher into God, as you go higher, as you draw nearer to God, as you draw nearer to God, up and you, you grow up, you grow up to become more like Jesus. You wash yourself with pure water, the, the body with pure water, you, 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 you you draw near with a true heart and in full assurance of faith, having your heart sprinkled from evil conscience and evil wrong motives, you draw you just discover that your relationship with between you and your wife on the other side, between you and any other any kind of relationship, whether it's your wife or it's your colleague or it's your boss or it's your any kind of relationship on the other side, as all of us you are letting us to, to draw nearer to God. As we are drawing nearer to God, you discover that you are drawing nearer also unto yourself. Then it will be easier to be able to see each other from a proper perspective. You are not seeing the other person as a tree to be cut down anytime it offends you anymore because you are, you are, you are now seeing perspective correctly and you are seeing the person you are seeing the weaknesses you are seeing the excesses you are seeing the errors you are seeing the left hand that you need to lift up you are seeing that oh i need to lift this person up i need to help this person rather than to hack him down because you are seeing him as street but by now as you are getting higher all of you are getting higher to god you are getting closer you are getting clearer vision of one another you are helping other provoking one another onto love and Onto good work. And now, another thing that is important to take note of is the aspect of the, the, the second, the second let us instruction. And that second is in verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering 
for he who promised is faithful. Why is this holding fast? Very important. Because if you are only drawing near and you are not holding fast to this drawing near and then what to what you are getting as you draw near, you will just discover, you will discover that you are you are you are falling. I mean you are you are rising and falling. You are not consistent. You are uh, you are doing good work today as they are seeing the good work and say, ah, Sister Clara is a very is a very nice person, you know. Even as despite what I did, see what she did. She brought me the form for um, this job that maybe I can apply to it and um, you know, an international job. Kai. I didn't know that she can consider me like this. So she has she even used her own money to do it and all that. And she was busy talking to someone about you that you must be a very good Christian, despite what you did, that you will come and um, apologize for that which she did the other time and ask you to even help pray for her. And then as she was planning to come along with somebody else, she just met you fighting with another person and then, um, you know, displaying darkness, you know, with your anger, your uncontrolled words, unbridled tongue because of your anger and all that you are now displaying darkness. The other time you have displayed light and they were trying to um, glorify your father in heaven. You remember Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine to the world that all the, that men will see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. And you are just you have just done that, and they wanted to glorify your father, which is in heaven. Unfortunately, they, as they are coming to glorify your father, which is in heaven, they met you, you know, exhuming darkness, exhuming darkness. Maybe it is true anger. Maybe it is true lust. You know, they just suddenly met you. You yourself did not know they were coming, and before you know what, they just met you, carousing another, uh, 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 the opposite sex, doing something that is that is not expected of you, or watching pornographic movies, they just wanted to come and they just caught you on the telephone watching pornographic movies, listening to erotic music, and some things like that. All those those things, when they, they are just thinking that let us just come and glorify God for this person and on getting to you, they discover that you are you are exhuming the works of darkness, and then you are you are the other time you are up high there with love and good works. This the other time you are down there in the valley with the works of darkness. You are not consistent. You are not holding fast to the profession of your faith. You are not holding fast to the the the, the grace that the Lord is releasing to you as you are drawing near, as you are as you are. As, as you are obeying the first letter's instruction, the second letter's instruction, which is to be consistent, you are not doing that. Then you will you will not be able to 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 um, obey the third instruction. With that is the third letter's instruction, which is to consider one another and provoke one another unto love and goodness. Uh, and good works. So that is actually what the scripture is referring to. When it, that's actually what we are dealing with. When we are saying the sequence, the sequence of this letter series. The first thing is drawing near with a good conscience and having your heart sprinkled from 
evil conscience, that is from evil motives, whatever you do, you are not doing it because of any wrong motive, any evil motive, but you are doing it for a godly motive, and then your body is also washed with pure water. And then the next thing about this is that you are consistent, you are holding firm to it, then you will be able to have a good relationship with one another, with one another, with love, by showing love and good works, provoking one another onto love and good works. That's the third one. So the first one is carrying the second, the third one. And then the second one is what is holding them fast. The first one, the first one, your relationship with God is carrying your relationship with men, which is the third one. And then the second one is what is holding the first one with the second one. That means with the third one is holding it fast. Is joining them together. It's like the nail. It's like the it's like the joint. The, the whatever is used to join the 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 horizontal relationship with the vertical relationship. Can we also look at it through the eye of the cross? You know, the cross consists of a vertical pole and a horizontal pole. And then there is a joint, there is something that holds both the horizontal and the vertical together. Now, you will discover that in a cross, the, the vertical is always longer than the horizontal. And we also discover that the vertical is the, is the one that is carrying the horizontal. Therefore, the vertical must be stronger than the horizontal. Otherwise, it may not be able to carry it. Therefore, your relationship with God must be deeper, stronger, and longer than the, your relationship with men. If you have more time with men than with God, then your relationship with men will be faulty. And if your relationship with men is faulty, then you will not be fruitful in your relationship with men. If your relationship with God is not correct, your relationship with men will be faulty. It is either you are making, you are, you, it is either you are following peace at the expense of holiness with men. That is to say, you are, you are sacrificing holiness at the altar of peace in order to please men. You are, you are compromising your faith. That is what will happen if you will not follow the sequence of this let us correctly. Because there will be times you will be sacrificing holiness. You'll be sacrificing righteousness. You'll be sacrificing the correct thing simply because you want to be at peace with one another. Now, it is very important. Or maybe you just sacrifice both of it, both peace and holiness. You just sacrifice. Let there be no holiness. Let there be no peace. Let, let, let's scatter everything. And then let everything uh, It's not everything that uh, uh, anger destroys. There are times that you have to be angry so that you can get things repaired and things like that. That's what some people say. Now, all those things is the work of darkness. And it is because you are not following the series. You are not following it as it's supposed to be followed. That is the step one, the first letter series, and the second and the third. Now, in that long pole of the cross, you are standing, you are standing on the word of God and you are looking up 
unto God. That's the vertical pole. You have a direct relationship with God. You are hearing from God. You are speaking to God. You are standing on the word of God. Your relationship with God is okay. You are drawing near unto him. It's just like the ladder of, that, the, that, that Jacob saw that you rise on up to God. God is on top of the ladder and that's Jesus Christ. And then you, 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 you are going up and down. On that Pool. That's the vertical pool. Your relationship with God is perfect. Then the vertical pool is your relationship with men, your relationship with other people. Now, your right hand is what you use to help the left hand of other people. You discover that. And then your left hand, you are not hiding it either. You are, you, you are using, you are letting other people's right hand to help your, your right hand. Look, I don't know whether you can consider the thief, the two thieves like that, I may try to look at it that way because the Bible did not tell us whether it's the thief at the left hand or the thief at the right hand. I want to just look at it this way. There is a thief, one of those thieves, stretch forth his own left hand, is standing at the right side of Jesus and then is stretching forth his own left hand to Jesus and say, Jesus, me, I know that I'm a thief, but you, you are a correct person. I don't know why they have crucified you along with me. If you can help me, this is my left hand. And then Jesus is holding his left hand and said, come with me to paradise today. Today, you will get to paradise along with me. And then the other person, because he's stretching his own right hand to Jesus, Jesus could not help him. Why? Because he's proving his own point. He's proving himself. He's okay in himself. He's not seeking for help. He's not drawing, bringing out his left hand that I need help. And so he's talking. The way he talks showed that he did not need help. The other one that needed help got help. And Jesus' right hand was able to lift his left hand. And that is also how, why you should search for your left hand. Don't hide it. And then your right hand, you are using it also to help others. That is in a proper relationship. And then, and then there must be the middle instruction, let us, which is the thing that we now bind it together. And that is consistency. That is consistency in what you are getting from the Lord on a regular basis. It's very, very important if you must have a correct relationship with men if you must have and you must not be too as if you are you are you are too um conscious of god that you are useless with men that is to say you must not be you must not you must not you cannot actually if you are correctly spiritual you cannot ignore your relationship with human beings if you are ignoring it it means that you are actually losing understanding of spirituality so your your it is not by you going into a monastery and living separate life that you are going to be holy or you are going to draw near to God or you are going to be um, achieve what God wants. Actually, you are still the Bible says Jesus he dwells amongst us. If you read it, read it in John chapter one, he did not go and dwell in a separate place and become holy, but he dwells among us and yet. Is full of grace and glory. Brethren, there is no much time again for us to still deal with this, but I believe that by the message of God, you would have seen the sequence 
of and the message that the Lord has to deal with us in this matter. For you to have a great relationship with your wife, with any other person, you have to have a great relationship with God and be consistent in it so that he's holding fast. That is what is holding fast your horizontal pole of relationship with the on the vertical pole of your relationship. And the Lord will help us with this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so very much, Pastor. God bless you. Very good. Uh, that, that's a question. Amen. It says, what of those who are not believers but who have good uh, marital relations with their spouses? How do you explain that? Is that not enough? That's what... That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that it, people can have good relationships. And when we are talking of fruitful, you will take note that when I'm talking, I'm talking of fruitful relationship. I emphasize the matter, not only blissful. Some people may have blissful relationship mm. and they are, they are happy together. But are they fruitful? Is their relationship fruitful? Is it bearing the fruits that God can eat? Exactly. That God can say, I am pleased with this relationship. Exactly. They cannot bear the fruit. They cannot, you cannot go to their homes and be saved and be born again. You cannot go to their homes and then they are able to offer you the solution of life, which is Jesus Christ, exactly. because they don't have it themselves. They, they are just, they are just them, you know, um, they are just uh, happy in their own land. They are just happy in their own realm. And that will not, they will not be able to produce godly seed. Oh, yeah. And why did God establish marriage? One of the, the major foundation reasons that God established marriage is to, to, to make them one so that they can produce godly seed. They look for a godly seed. And so if they are not going to be able to produce that godly seed, Jesus is the godly seed. It's not seed. Mm. It's seed. And so if they are not going to be able to produce the, him in their marriage and in their children and all that, then the marriage is, is unfruitful and it cannot be correct. Mm, mm. That, that Yes, I mean, thank you very much. Excellent, excellent answer. A fruitful relationship is different from a blissful, uh, a, a blissful relationship, a fruitful relationship that bears fruit unto God. Thank you very much and thank God for, for the grace that he has deposited in you. Thank you also very much for joining us today. Another beautiful time before the Lord. Uh, if you want to listen to this episode again, it will be, it will be rerun on this, on God's Best Radio at 12 p.m. and afterwards it will be on our own page as well. Looking forward to you. Join us again next week. Uh, Pastor, uh, God bless you always in Jesus' name. Amen, amen amen thank you for having me always always a pleasure always a pleasure at 8 a.m we'll be here for newspaper headlines from nigeria and at 8 15 on the lord side christian perspectives on news and current events pastor please say a word of prayer our father in heaven we thank you for how you've helped us today thank you. please lord help our lives not to be guilty of this word that we have had amen. let us be able to observe this sequence so that we'll draw near to you and then as we draw near to you we'll be able to be consistent in it with it so that we will not we will not we will not hinder what you want to do through us to other people to provoke people to love the love of god that will bring them to 
salvation and then to also provoke them unto good works in you. Lord, we pray that you help us that in this world you will be able to use us among men in the name of Jesus. Amen. We'll be fruitful unto you and so that at the end of our stay here, you'll you, you be able to say, welcome that good and faithful servant mm-hmm. and fruitful servant. You have been, you have been fruitful, you have been faithful to the little that I've given you. Come and share in my, in my goodness. Amen. Lord, I pray that we will enjoy this from you. I love in Jesus' name. Amen. Every listener today, Lord, I pray that you encounter each of us in uh, at, at a point of need Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray that you bless gospel best video in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you answered our prayers. You, Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God bless you. Very good. Amen.